Parsha Themes is for inspired people like you who are looking for engaging and relevant Parsha and Moedim thoughts. Our weekly discussions focus on uplifting thoughts and actionable ideas that will upgrade your Avodah Hashem and enhance your Shabbos and Yantav table. I'm your host, Rabbi Yosef Tropper, and it's an honor to have you with me here today. Welcome to Ramban and Parsha's Vayetze. got a couple of really fascinating ideas for this week. So we have a story of Yaakov getting married to the Emos, Rachel and Leah, and Bill and Zilpa. And Yaakov comes down from the field in Perak Huff Bays, Pusik Bays, and he finds the three shepherds standing there just waiting for everybody to gather around the rock. And he rebukes them because he sees, he thinks that they're wasting their time and why aren't they pulling off the rock? Meanwhile, the real answer is that the rock weighed too much and they weren't able to do it. But Yaakov goes over to the rock and pulls it off himself and is able to give water to uh, Rachel's sheep. And the Ramban comments that what's the purpose of this story? What is it teaching us? And obviously, there's a lot of lessons, etc. But the lesson is, according to the Ramban, it's to teach us, Ki Hashem koach. those who trust in Hashem have strength. That even though Yaakov traveled the whole day, and he was obviously very tired, but he concentrated and he focused on getting this job done, and he said, I know Hashem is going to take care of me and give me the strength to do it, and he was able to do it. And that's just a tremendous lesson for us to learn in life. Rechaim Shmulevitz has an entire essay just on this idea of Yichad Lev. When we concentrate on something, we have the ability to do it. And of course, it doesn't come from our own internal drive. It comes from our effort that we put in that brings us to Yatid that Hashem completes, Hashem Yigmar Ba'adi, Hashem completes the things that we start. And that's a tremendous lesson in life, that Hashem is always looking to help us and to help us succeed. Moving a little further in the Parsha, Parach Haftes, Pasuk Lamed Aleph, we find the Pasuk describes that Hashem saw ki sanua Leah, that Leah was hated, and therefore he um, gave her children. So what, what's going on over here? So the Ramban says that Yaakov had a taina, he had a complaint against Leah, and that is that you should have told me or hinted to me that you're Leah. I was trying to marry Rachel, and your father tried, Lavan tried to dupe me, and uh, Yaakov was upset at her to a certain degree that you fooled me. And the Ramban says, but Hashem knew that uh, Leah had been L'shem Shemayim, and therefore he had Rachmanus on her and he gave her a child. And that's that's the shot in the Pasuk. And Ramban quotes the Medrash Rabbah, which says, Perak Ayin Aleph, Parsha Beis. So it says that once Yaakov saw the actions of Leah, that she had fooled him, he thought to divorce her, because how could I be married to such a person? But once Hashem blessed her with children, he said, I can't divorce the mother of these children. And the Ramban is understanding this to mean as well, that it means that I, obviously I see that she had this chus to have children, and she's going to be one of the emos of Klai Yisrael. There's another fascinating Medrash, it says that Yaakov asked her explicitly, how could you do this? And Leah answered, is there a book that doesn't have a reader? What does that mean? The Medrash explains that I learned from you. You fooled your father and stole the brachos that he wanted to give to Esav. And so I learned from you and I did the same thing. And Ramosha Wolfson Shlita explains a brilliant idea based on the Svar Makadoshim that she wasn't just teasing him and saying something nasty. She was saying something very profound. And that is that originally, like, Hazal tell us, Rashi brings us down in Chumash, that Leah was supposed to, Leah was the oldest child. According to some of Rashi, Rachel and Leah were actually twins, just like Esav and Yaakov, but certainly Leah was the older one, and she was supposed to marry Esav, the older one. And when she found out about his actions, which, by the way, is that was the question she asked people when she heard she was going to marry him. She didn't ask what he looks like or anything else. Mom, describe this man's actions. That's what I need to know. That's the question that we need to know when we're making a commitment to someone to marry them. What are their actions? Because we want to build a Torah home together. 
And so she said, what are his actions? And she heard about the negative things about Asaph. He's a Russia. She used to cry. And that's why her Enelea Rakos, her, her, her eyes were very weak from all the tears that she, all the tefillas that she put in. And Yaakov, who was the younger one, he was destined to marry Rachel, the younger daughter. And Leah cried and cried and Hashem answered. But here's the thing. When Yaakov stole the brachos, he, what he, in essence, took was the mission of Esav as well. Esav no longer had that mission that, that, Yaakov, that Yitzhak, his father, was trying to give him. And instead, Yaakov now had both missions of himself and Esav, the mummer, who gave up his lot in Klai Yisrael and wasn't interested in Avodah Hashem. And so, in essence, Esav lost Leah in that exact time. And therefore, what Leah was answering is that I did nothing wrong. You got me because now your mission in life is to fulfill all the spiritual things that Asaph, who could have been one of the others, was supposed to accomplish. And therefore, you married me. And that's the brilliance of what's being said here. Asaph maintained that hatred and that desire. In fact, even at the end of their life, when Leah died and she was buried in Maris Machpelah, Asaph came to fight for that plot. And I want to be buried next to her because she was my mission and I was supposed to be married to her. And Yaakov proved that, no, you sold the Bechorah and you lost your you lost the blessings, and I, therefore she was my wife, rightfully. As far as I bring down, that there was still a small Taina, that the forces of evil still wanted to get Leah back, and that's what happened with Dina, her daughter, that was ultimately taken by Shechem, who is a force of evil that sort of got them at that exact moment until they were brought back. That's for a different time. So it's very fascinating when we think about that Leah was not just taunting him, she was explaining that, no, you have gotten my mission, and therefore we're destined for each other. Finally, an interesting thought is, well, what about Rachel? Why did Rachel give away the Simonim? Why did Rachel give away the Simonim to, to Leah? Yaakov trusted her. I know what your father is going to try to trick me, therefore here are the Simonim. And um, why, why is it that she gave them away? And there's a brilliant idea which I saw brought down, such a heartwarming idea and such a profound idea. Rachel understood the amount of embarrassment that her sister Leah was going to go through when her father was still going to push her through and she wasn't going to have the simonim and there was nothing Leah Rachel could do to stop her father from doing that. And she knew, but if I don't give her the simonim, she's going to be embarrassed. And if I'm going to cause my sister to be embarrassed, that's not what Kaleistrel is built on. Kaleistrel is not built on the embarrassment of other people. And therefore, I know in my heart that's not what the Rebbe Shalom wants and I'm a vater. I might not ever be able to be married to him, to, to, to Yaakov. And there's one medrash that says that it was actually in the Zuchus that Rachel gave up the Simonim to her sister Leah, that she was actually able to have children and be the mother of Yosef and Benjamin. What a brilliant idea. So this is all coming off of the Ramban's comment that Yaakov uh, was upset at her, but then he recognized that Hashem blessed her with children. Moving further on in the parish, a very fascinating topic in Parak Lamed, Pasek Yudalit, is the Dudaim and perhaps alternative medicine. And there's a big Mahogas Rishonim, Sephornova has a very interesting idea there, what, as to whether uh, the Dudam had any meaning or whether they worked, etc. And the Ramban says explicitly that they have no medical value whatsoever, medicinal value whatsoever, but yet she just liked the smell, and that's why Rachel had asked for them. But she knew that it was only the tefillah that was going to get her answered from Hashem and to bring her children. And Ruvain, in fact, he says, uh, brought the uh, the flower of the of the dudan, but he did not bring the root. And if anything, the root is the only thing that some people say had some medicinal value. But the Ramban says, if that's true, I certainly don't know anything about it. And the Ramban was a doctor and had all the updated medical 
books because he says, in my time, I never heard of such a thing. And there's in all this farm that I've ever read about medicine, there's no comment about this. Now, it's fascinating because the, the Zohar uh, brings down that, again, that the Dudam were a tefillah power. Um, there is an Indian that uh, the Zohar does mention that it, uh, that it did create some arousal just from the smell, but it certainly uh, does not have any medicinal value. If you look at the Sephorno, the Sephorno says that in that time, in their time, there was a belief that it had medicinal value. And it's very fascinating where Victor Miller explained that our job is to do our hishtalas. And even if some medical procedure might be proven to be crazy in, in years to come, but if the, be, the best medical knowledge says that this is the hishtalas that we do and this will bring a refuah, then that is our job to try to seek out a refuah. Uh, but again, the Ramban makes it clear that it was the tefillah that, uh, that brought the Yeshua and not, the, and not any medicinal value. Perak Lamed Aleph, Pasigutes. We have the Rachel steals a truffin. And the Ramban explains that uh, he believes that the truffin were um, basically a form of a, a timekeeping device, which um, they used to use a magical formula to be able to um, tell the future. And therefore, the reason they're called truffin is because they weren't very accurate. So it was kind of like a, a oracle. But they're called truffin from the word rough at weak. Uh, the Nevuah that it produced, the prophecies that this oracle produced, uh, was not a very accurate uh, prophecy and not very reliable. And Rachel was obviously trying to take them away from her father. She wanted to banish the Avodah from her house. And again, this contrasts with the beginning of the Parsha and the earlier ideas that Risham are always looking for ways to bypass Hashem and to get what they want and to know things about the future in ways that forget about Hashem. But the Tzadikim are always looking to turn their tefillahs towards Hashem and that's such an important thing we can learn from the Avos. Like Hazal tell us, why were the Avos and Imos, Akaros, they weren't able to have children? Because Hashem was misavilat filasam, that Hashem wanted them to daven. And when we daven and we turn to Hashem, Hashem answers our tefillas. And this is something that was instilled in our children. Not only that, but Avraham ain't no mullet. Hazal say that Avraham physically and Sarah wasn't able to have children. And it's like Rivka, all of them, they, they had to daven. Even uh, Rachel begged Hashem and said, Yaakov, Davener, Vim, Ayin, Mesa, Anochi. I'm like, I'm dead. I don't have children. Because the Avos and Imos and the entire Jewish nation is based on a mazel Yisrael. Alpiderach HaTeva, we have no existence. But the Rebbe Hashem allows us to exist through his Rachamim and through its Tefillah that carries our nation. That's, that's how we are built. Not on the Trophim and not on other ways of bypassing Hashem, but on the way that we turn directly towards Hashem. That's our existence and that's our survival. That's what our nation's all about. Thanks for joining us. For more Torah content and to make sure you never miss an episode, don't forget to subscribe and visit us at ParshaThemes.com.